I always say you'll be amazed how much free time you have when you never have to think about money. You know, if you've got money problem, it consumes your day. It truly does. Think about results. You know? Why is there such a huge difference in the results people get? Because there is. There really is. I'll drive down the street sometimes in a great, big, comfortable Mercedes that's air-conditioned, the seat's air-conditioned, and I see some guy out with a jackhammer. Yet it's a hundred of times. He's just jiggling every thing in his body is falling apart. I think, why would he work like that? Because he doesn't know he doesn't have to. I used to work like that. I hated it. And I didn't even know I didn't have to. And when you don't know you don't have to, you keep doing it. What's holding most people back? That's a question that deserves an answer. Well, there's your answer. It's paradigms that are holding them back. The average individual doesn't even know what a paradigm is. But they're stopped by old paradigms. No, Joel Barker wrote the book on paradigms. He said, to ignore the power of paradigms to influence your judgment is to put yourself at risk when exploring the future. You can sit down and you can make the most phenomenal plans. You can draw it all out. You can strategize. And none of it will happen if you don't understand that the paradigm has to be changed. I have had six great coaches, mentors in my life. I owe everything to them. I often say I've got license to brag about all the information i got because none of it's mine. I just love gathering it and coordinating it and sharing it. And I picked up what a paradigm is in the most simple terms. A paradigm is nothing but a multitude of habits. Do you know that's what culture is? It's group habit. That's really what culture is. Now, when we understand how, how, how habits are formed and how habits can be changed, we can get ourselves out of jail. Free. And our world becomes phenomenal. And these habits are other people's habits. They're not habits that we formed ourselves. Now, the question is, can I change my paradigm? And the answer is an emphatic Yes, you can change your paradigm. Now, you see, I have to go back now to when Ray started working with me. You know, you, you've got to try and grasp where I was at. I was really lost. I had never done anything of any significance. I couldn't get a good job. I couldn't hold a job. I didn't have nice friends. I wasn't a nice person. And... He convinced me that I could change. I thought if I could just hang on to this guy, if, if I could just stay close to him, if he means it, if he'll really help me. And you know when I had, for the first time, 
And this is only in retrospect that I became aware of this. I, when it was happening, I didn't know what was happening. I really didn't. I was in, probably in a very confused state most often. I had hope. Do you know when a person has no hope, they are lost? Absolutely lost. As difficult it is to grasp, Nelson Mandela, all the time he was in prison, he had hope. He'd have died if he hadn't. Why? He had a basic understanding of how God operates this whole universe. You know something? When you have hope, you have options. I tell you something, that is huge. For the first time, I realized that I had choices. I could choose what I wanted to do. No, it was vague and I didn't have a whole lot of confidence in it, but I was starting to know it. We think in pictures. If I asked you to think of a seagull, you don't see S-E-A-G. You see a picture of a bird. If I asked you to think of a hot air balloon, you get a picture of a balloon. Now answer this question. What does your mind look like? There was a chiropractor in San Antonio, Texas in 1934. He was very involved in the healing arts. And he said, we've got a serious problem. We are just treating the physical. If there's going to be any health, you've got to treat the whole person. You've got to treat the body, the mind, and the soul. You've got to treat them spiritually, intellectually, physically. We're just treating people physically is you got to treat the whole person. Now, you can go way back to Hippocrates. He talked about this. Called holistic health. The whole person. And what your mind looks like. You get a picture of your brain, your, your mind, any more than your fingernail is. So he says, since that, no one has ever seen the mind, I'm going to make a picture of the mind. And he said, I want you to let this represent the mind. Now, I call this a magical graphic. He said, there's the mind and the body. Now, if you're familiar with this, you know what a genie this is. If you're not familiar, you may laugh at it. I have had senior executives in some of the largest companies in the world say this is the most valuable thing they have ever learned. Without question, it's the most valuable thing I've ever learned. Now, I want to recommend that you let your head represent your mind. And everything from the neck down represents your body. We're going to say the top half is the conscious mind. That's where the intellect is resident. The bottom half is called the subconscious mind. Now, the conscious mind is where you think and remember you think in pictures. So you get the picture in your mind and you turn it over to your emotional mind. We back that up for a moment. Conscious is the thinking. Subconscious is the emotional mind. When there is an emotional connection, it's pretty hot. You choose your thoughts, so you build a picture. And then you take that picture and you turn it over to your subconscious. Now here's what we want to grasp. The subconscious mind is universal intelligence. This is the universal mind. It operates by law. 
In other words, it works exactly the same for every person in this room. It can only take what you give it and execute it. It has no inductive reasoning capacity. It has no sense of humor. So if you're going to kid with people, kid up, not down. True. The ideas that are impressed, remember, you impress it, must be expressed through the only medium it can be expressed through the physical body. And it moves you into action. And then the actions produce the results. Now, I don't think you came here just to hear me speak. I don't think you came here to hear Lisa or Jim, or you may tell people that. But what you really came for is you want to learn how to improve the results. I heard somebody talking about fear. This lady's very good at helping people understand how to understand overcome it. You've got to be courageous. In fact, there's no courage without fear, Eddie Reckenbacher said. You came because you wanted to change the results. If you don't make the hard decisions, you have wasted your time coming here. Yet you know what the decisions are. I don't know what they are for you, but you know what they are. You've got to make the tough, and it is tough, because all those monkeys inside are telling you, go the other way. Ah, hell with it. It's your life. You only get one bite at the apple. If you don't treat you right, who's going to? If you want the cup, ask for it. You've got to want the sweater. This boils down to decisions. You and I have infinite potential. There is no one alive that can even guess at what you and I are capable of doing. The most erudite scientist alive cannot guess at what we're capable of. Now, why do you think it is when we have such enormous potential that we're so reluctant to step out and bet on ourselves? Why do we keep coming to meetings and then not doing it? Your paradigm is controlling you. The more you can understand that, the better the odds are of you taking control over the paradigm. Now, I'll be the first to tell you you can change it without even understanding what paradigm means, because I did. My income went from 4000 a year to over a million, no formal education, no business experience. I was without question the most shocked individual there was.